Thank you, Chuck, once again. Uh, it was uh, wonderful to hear an all-male group um, just give those boisterous voices to, uh, to lead us in, in a time of, of worship. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the women's. I love women's voices, but it was a change, right? It was a change. Um, there's one other thing that I find a little different this morning, and, and that is that I've got people sitting in front of me. Uh, that doesn't usually happen, especially not in Baptist churches. The first two rows are always empty. <laughs> no, we're not Baptist. Um, it's, just, it's just wonderful. Christmas is a wonderful time and uh, a great reminder of why we're here. Uh, we're here because Jesus came into the world. And it's so wonderful to be able to celebrate. Father, this morning, you are the reason that we are here. And we thank you for that wonderful gift in the Lord Jesus Christ. How can we ever say thank you enough? I don't know that we can. But Lord, this morning, as we remember, as we reflect, may the presence of your spirit speak to us. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. I want to begin with a passage in Luke chapter 2, verse 14. Luke chapter 2, verse 14. Uh, this was a situation where the angels appeared before the shepherds. And they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. Peace to men on whom his favor rests. As we go through the New Testament, we find that ten times it is written, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace to you. Grace and peace. If we continue to read through scripture, we also find passages that are a little contrary to that. Uh, in in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, do not be anxious about anything. It gives us this idea that we are an anxious people. But anxiousness is the opposite of peace, isn't it? And so we find that because of the world in which we live, we find that all of us face anxious circumstances. Every one of us do. We all face anxious circumstances. I'll share a little story here, and it goes like this. A boy was pulling a hay rack down the road when he hit a bump. And all the hay from the wagon spilled over onto the roadway. It happened right in front of a farmer's house. The farmer came out and saw the boy crying and said, Oh, don't worry, son, we can fix this. But dinner is ready. Come and eat with us, and I'll help you put the hay back on the rack. But the boy said, oh, no, 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 Dad is going to be real angry with me. I can't do that. The farmer said, oh, don't worry, don't worry. Just have lunch, and then you'll feel better. No, no, said the boy. I'm afraid Dad's going to be very, very angry with me. 
But the farmer insisted, and finally the boy went inside and had dinner. As the two of them walked to the hay rack after lunch, the farmer said, Now, that was a good lunch, wasn't it? Don't you feel a lot better? The boy said, Yeah, I sure do. But dad, dad's going to be real awfully mad. Oh, nonsense, said the farmer. Where's your dad today anyway? The boy responded, he's under all that hay. <laughs> Anxious moments, right? Uh, I, I don't think the story is true. <laughs> but life and all of life's circumstances often leaves us in a in a place where we're worried, where, where, where we're found being restless. In Luke chapter 2, there's a new message for the people because I think the people were anxious. And a great company of heavenly hosts appeared to the shepherds saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to mankind on whom his favor rests. Peace to mankind. I'm going to ask for some response here. Just a couple of questions to think about. What is your understanding of peace? Or what is your take to peace? How would you express peace? Just give you an opportunity to respond. There's no right or wrong answer. It's how you feel. What you think. A quietness. Lack of conflict. Okay. How do you see peace? Quietness. Quietness, kindness, harmony. harmony. Loveliness. Loveliness. Gratitude. Gratitude. Those are all wonderful, wonderful expressions of peace. No war. No war. Yeah, that, that's kind of the way that we kind of see it, don't we? Uh, most of us are facing all kinds of problems, all kinds of hardships, difficulties, pain, sorrow. We experience all of these things. And they bring about this anxiousness in our lives. These are things that we tend to feel, experience. These are, these are emotions. Uh, uh, it, it, it's trepidation. It's, it's, it's a struggle. But when we get onto this whole idea of peace, you're experiencing something totally different. And it's been mentioned, calmness. There's tranquility. There's this sense of, of being totally relaxed. As we had the opportunity to minister to a family and to a community, back in Swan River, one of the things that I can say is that looking at Gail's life and all that surrounded her life, the, the cancer that she struggled with, the pain that she struggled with, yet in all of that, there was this sense of peace. The sense of peace. 
Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Peace of God in Christ Jesus. That's where it's found, isn't it? Proverbs chapter 3 verse 13 says, Blessed is the person who finds wisdom, the man or the person who gains understanding. And in verses 17 and 18 it says, Wisdom's ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her. To those who lay hold of her, she will be blessed. Wisdom's ways are a path of peace. But peace is not the absence of trouble. Peace is not the absence of war. Peace is not the absence of strife. Towards the end of Jesus' ministry, Jesus told his disciples, I am going to the Father. I am going to the Father. But he said this, he said, in this world you are going to have trouble. Jesus promised them peace, but he also promised them trouble. Obviously there's, there's something different about the peace of Jesus, isn't there? I believe that the disciples were anxious. When Jesus says, I am going to the Father... You're going to be without me. You're going to have to go on alone. I'm sure that they were very anxious. They were fearful. But Jesus also tells them, I'm not going to abandon you. I'm going to leave you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, and he will be with you always. He is like me. In John chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be afraid. There's this different sense of peace that, that is outside of all the trouble. And we find that true peace is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. True peace is found in Christ. This is the message of Christmas. On earth, peace to all mankind. That's the message of Christmas. Peace to all mankind. I believe that peace is beyond all of the struggles. Peace is something that lives inside of you. We look forward to spending time with family over the Christmas period. Uh, with friends, with loved ones. And, and for a few days we enjoy the celebration. We exchange gifts. And, and we experience this comfortableness around one another. Especially the people that we love. The people that we know and we spend time with. And there's this sense of ease. There's a sense of peace. At least for these few days that you're together. And then... After that, you go back to the everyday grind. And suddenly, that peace is no longer there. And we wonder where this peace is that the angels talk about. How can I have this peace? Not just for a few days, but for all of my days. The peace that Jesus talks about 
has its foundation in Jesus' coming. His coming into the world to bring peace between us and God. And he's coming back again. This peace has its foundation in the gospel message. In the gospel message. All of us can have peace with God. All of us can have this sense of knowing that everything is okay in Christ. We notice the words of Jesus in John chapter 14 verse 27. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Jesus' peace is given to us. This is the very peace that Jesus instills in all of our hearts. When we've come to the place of knowing him and recognizing him and understanding that he is the Lord, he is the Savior, understanding that he has taken away our sin, that he has made us pure and holy in God's sight and has given us an eternal future, then we have this peace that comes over us. Jesus had this incomprehensible calm. No matter what he was going through. Even at the time when his accusers stood before him and spit in his face. When they beat him. When they put him on a cross. There was this sense of peace that Jesus had. You say, how is that possible? But He knew what he was doing. And he knew why he was doing it. And he knew that it was for a greater cause than himself. And so Jesus dispenses this peace. This peace filled the people of faith in the New Testament. Paul writes in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. Where does our peace come from? It comes from the Lord. Are you struggling? Are you in a time of troubled circumstances? Then let the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ come upon you. If you allow the light of God's word to instruct you, you will begin to receive that peace in your spirit and you will go with confidence because you know that you can trust in him he is watching over you in everything that you do he is there with you you will have this sense of peace because God is there if you don't have this sense of peace if you're trying and, 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 and you're struggling and you don't have this sense of peace then you can know that you're off track. You're walking in the wrong direction. You don't have peace for a very good reason because you're out of God's will. So often we make rationalized decisions and we think they're the right decision, but then when we've made those decisions, suddenly we feel like we've been robbed of this peace. That happens, we have to rethink it. Rethink our rationale. Start thinking in a new way. 
In today's culture, we tend to look, what, look for what feels good today. And when it feels good, we say we have peace. But today's culture and all of the world around us has a tendency to bring us to a place of what the world desires. The world desires all kinds of material things. We start walking in that direction. Our peace begins to leave. Because we find that there's no satisfaction in what the world offers. There's no contentment. I know lots of people who have all kinds of things. Their life seems to be totally in order. You think they've got it all together. But then all of a sudden, one day, things fall apart. Because there's no hope for them. They don't have peace. Jesus' peace had peace because he focused on the Father's will. That's all that mattered. He had peace because he knew he was in the Father's will. So whatever happened all around him didn't matter. And I think it's like that for us too. If we are on track, if we are going in the direction that Jesus is leading us, we will have peace because we know we are in his will. Surpassing peace does not pursue life's activities, but surpassing peace pursues God. Surpassing peace pursues God. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. On the screen is a painting. And uh, this painting was actually the result of a contest. And the contest was to Find artists who could display this sense of peace. And so all these artists began to draw these pictures of beautiful, calm weather, of uh, calming waters, calming skies, calming landscapes, uh, the harmony of nature. But when this painting was discovered, Everyone stopped because there was something very awesome about this painting. Though the painting is that of dark raging clouds and driving wind and torrential rains and flooding waters lashing down the mountain. We're going to switch to the next slide. There's something there that you probably didn't see. In amidst this raging weather, sits this little tiny bird on a nest of chicks in the cleft of the rock and is at peace. Even though everything around this bird is raging, it's sort of like the description that the Bible gives to us in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. 
No matter what's happening around us, no matter how much trouble or struggle we have, if we're in that cleft, if we're in that place, we have peace. We are content. You see, peace is not the absence of storms. Peace is the assurance of God's presence. The assurance of God's presence in the middle of all of the storms. It's having peace with God and having the peace of God. Having the peace of God. Jesus' birth, Jesus' life, Jesus' presence is about having peace within. Having peace inside of us. Because we trust him. That's where our peace comes from. It comes out of faith. It comes out of trust. It comes out of hope. It comes out of the assurance that we have in him. And it brings us rest. If we don't have it, there's one thing that we can do. Is we can ask for it. We can put our faith and trust in him. And we can say, God, I do not have this peace. But I desire it. God, would you give me this peace? And then if we put our faith and trust in him, his promise is always true. He will grant it. I can say that out of experience because I've done that. And I can honestly say that I have. I have peace and contentment in Jesus. And I have confidence that knowing that Jesus has done everything for me. And one day I will stand before him. And I don't have anything to fear. So often I've thought, what if my life ended? How would I approach Jesus? Or how would I approach God if I was standing before him in judgment? And I always come to the same thing. I have nothing that I can say. I cannot defend myself. I must say, God, I am guilty of everything. But one thing I know is that Jesus died for it all. And he has freed me. He has made me clean. He has made me holy in his sight. And I have that confidence and that peace. May it be yours as well. Father, this morning, the world is an anxious place. And there's so many things that, that tend to, to draw us away from you. And we struggle with that. But Lord, we know that as we come to you, you grant us that peace. And so we ask, Father, if there's anyone here that's struggling, just ask. Say, God, I need you. Bring peace into my heart and into my life. And Father, we know that if we ask, you are willing to give us these wonderful and beautiful gifts. And so we thank you 
And we praise you for the peace that you grant us in the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.